So we have 20 minutes left. And I should say with 20 minutes left, you and I, Toby Moyle, Dustin Owen, we just spent an hour where we did a deep dive into mindset. Yes. And then you're packing up, ready to go. And I noticed your kick-ass shoes that you're wearing with the red bottoms and you're putting your jacket on. And we started talking about your... Um, background, everything from Lake Mary High School to Seminole State to UCF and and what it was like to grow up in an industry that is male dominated to to um, trans this transition into your your career 2.0 into yet another industry yeah. that tends to be male dominated and and to do it well, to do it better, then like 98% or 99% of those that came before you and what it was like, how you found opportunities to take advantage of, how you cut through the clutter, how you dealt with the bullshit and how you are today. And more importantly for our audience, how that correlates to if you're a recent college grad mm-hmm. and you're listening to Toby, if you have a, a, a daughter at home that's going to be going off to college soon and then the working world, what better to have someone of your experience, your magnitude, just talk about your life, about what worked for you in hopes that it helps inspire others. By the way, you're tuned into the Loan Officer Podcast with me again because I begged her to stay. She literally only has like 20 minutes before she has to get off to her next appointment. But we felt like the topic was too good to not do a show on is the one, the only Toby Moyle. So Toby, thank you so much for agreeing to Thanks. extend your time here. Well, thank you for having me and allowing me to stay longer. So, yeah, the elephant in the room, yes, the, the Louboutin in the room, the as I'm putting my Louis and leadership. That's, that's right. what we should call this, Louis and leadership. That's right. I'm putting my lipstick, freshening up my lipstick, girls. You know what I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, I mean, the elephant in the room in the room is that I'm, um, you know, I'm female, and half of the country is. Little fun fact: fifty-one yeah, percent exactly. of the working so, world you know, is. Uh, so uh, certainly, I'm not the only voice, but I like to bring a voice to the women out there that are working hard and making things happen. And you know, it's the reason I got into the speaking world and the coaching world is because I wanted to add another female voice to this industry. To yeah, the genre. I was sharing with you off camera that I read a lot of a lot. A lot is a relative term. Okay, read I read about yeah, I read about ten to twelve nonfiction books, usually business books, motivational books. And my wife was- A day? That's a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for a year. Um, About 10 to 15 pages a night. Yeah, that's good. But but recently my wife was giving me shit because every single author is a male. And thank God one of her friends stepped up to the plate and defended me. and, And that friend shared with my wife, well- there aren't that many books of that magnitude being written by by women. Right. Um, They're so, not. And there's a lot of the other way around. There's a lot of fiction books with female authors. Like in other words, hey, you know, I a lot of I read a lot of books as well, and way more than I do. But a lot of male authors. I mean, there's not as I shouldn't say that. Yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, John Grisham and, and Stephen King. But after that, sure. I look at the books my wife reads. Most of them are are female authors, and most yeah. of the books that she reads are, are fictional. Yeah. But uh, but no. So if if we we, we thank you, could we have these next 15, yes. 20 minutes? So, but like like I want to know. But more importantly, I want the audience to to have an understanding. Again, your perspective only. Right. right? That's right. But <laughs> you know, you going back twenty years ago, yeah. and you're you're graduating college, and you're entering the business world. Yeah. Like. What are some of the challenges that you faced and overcame 
and you faced them because yeah. you were born a woman versus yeah. being born a man. Yeah, and and certainly this would apply for any group that's in um in a minority mindset, right? Or where they go to a group and they are the outsider versus the insider. So there's a lot of different ways you could take this. But to your point, the the banking business is a male dominated industry. So it wasn't by uh, by design that I got into that business because of that, and I was going to like make a you know place for women. In the How did you get into banking? So went to school for biology <clears throat> and had a f- while I was bartending and waiting tables. So all through high school, so uh, typical high school, and yep, college, school jobs, the whole yep. hospitality industry, which I think is awesome, great place to meet people and deal with different types of customers and multitask. And I think a rite of passage should be that. Uh, a lot of people should go in the hospitality oh, industry. Oh, I can, I, yeah, I, I concur. Yeah, you you should wait business. tables for yeah. at least a year. Yeah, I agree. I think if you can do that well, you can do a, a lot of things. And so, as it was, I met a customer, a regular, who had a mortgage, uh, uh, owned a little broker shop. So, fun fact, I did that for the first couple of years while I was overlapping at college. So, before I went to work for the big banks, which I did right out of college, uh, before that, I actually had my mortgage broker license and okay. um, did, worked at a... a uh, Eight-point spread shop at the yeah. time. You can make eight points on a deal. For, those, for uh, those that don't speak Toby and I's lingo, so, just know that's a shit ton of money. Yeah. That's a metric measurement. That's right. It's a lot of money to make per loan. You can't make that type of money no. today that's right. uh, on a loan. You you actually probably make about um, one-eighth of that yeah. amount. Yeah. But, um, but, but anyway, so yeah, so yeah, I had so, someone so, who got, okay. he said, Toby, all this, you know, you're doing all this job and you're doing this internship and all these things. He said, you could do one loan a month with all the people you know. If you could just do one loan a month, you'll make 10 times more than you're making with all these other jobs which ended up to be true. And then the rest was history. Kind of a cur- blessing and a curse when you start making good money when you're young. I don't know if you had the same thing, but when you start making some money at whatever age, I guess, then it's like it's hard to ever go back you, you, because you start spending more money. You start buying the cars and the house. And I started buying these things. Then I was like, I can't that, go yep. to anything else that I can't Backed make. into a corner. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You have to, you know, motivation by obligation. And so I had to uh, keep in that industry because there was very few jobs that you could make that much money at at the time. So got into the industry and then uh, moved up. I was a sales leader, led sales teams, individual contributors. And then I ended up leading the leaders of those leaders and so on and so forth and kind of climbed yeah, the you, corporate Yeah, you started ladder. as a producer, as a That's saleswoman. Right. That's right. Did did good at that. Yep. Um, invested in of, yourself. Yeah. And then climbed the ranks, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. But like, what was that like? Um, and more importantly, like I think what what I want to do with these with these fifteen minutes that we have left, or yeah. the twenty minutes we have, minutes we have allocated, yeah, it'll be like five minutes in no time. <laughs> knowing you and I, and we hit our rabbit holes pretty easily. But like, looking back, yeah. If you oh, if if you had two or three mentors, women that yes. you looked up to yes. at twenty two, at twenty four, what do you wish they were telling you and teaching you yeah. that that maybe could have streamlined your success? Um, at even a more rapid speed than you already oh, achieved it? Such a great question. That's why you have a successful podcast, because that's a fantastic question. I've never been asked that before. never thought about it. You're right. A, I didn't have the, those female mentors. <laughs> so Which they is- weren't around. Maybe I could have looked for them, but they certainly weren't um, obvious to me at the time. So I kind of you know figured it out. And like you said, if I went back and, and if I'm now that person to, you know, if I'm that mentor now to somebody else listening, a couple of things. One... Uh, sometimes your what you perceive as maybe a weakness or something that makes you stand out, i.e., being the only female in the room, I would have sometimes I thought of that as a negative 
looking back and later in my career, I looked at it as a positive. Okay. So I would look at it as, you know what? It's an opportunity to stand out because I walked in the room and it's a sea of old white guys, frankly, yes. just they all look the same. <laughs> so I, I, I can attest I've been to many, many national here. mortgage conferences. Yes. And so um, at the time I felt awkward and uncomfortable as you would if you're in that kind of situation. But later I figured out, hey, you know what? I got the ball. They, they're, you know, I have the attention because I look different or sound different or walk different or have different shoes on, whatever the case is. So I use that. I think if you, that would have been great advice is, is use something about you that's unique and it doesn't have to be gender. Like I said, it could be anything and use that as your, as your advantage rather than yeah. a detriment. Um, another thing though, and this is, I'm real talk here. So <clears throat> probably, I've never probably verbalized this, but um, and I still am, I like fashion, so not to totally stereotype women with like makeup and fashion, but, um, women do care about how they look. Men do too, but I think women have a lot of pressures on them to, to look nice. And we certainly put a lot of pressures on ourselves to look nice, show up. Um, looking back, I hurt myself by not dressing more. And I still, like I said, I still wear heels that some say would, are not as professional as they could be. And I like long nails and I got big hair and the whole nine yards. But I would say in, in my youth, it was a, um, a hindrance to me excelling, in, especially in the corporate world. The lesson there, I think you have to know your audience and you yes. have to know what's appropriate. And looking back, I, I had one time um, a male senior person at the company, that I will not name, said something very uh, inappropriate about my shoes. It was something very off-putting and shouldn't have been said. But I actually, and I didn't say anything about it. I just, and I think women, we know if, if it, we, things just happen sometimes, and you can either, like Oprah says, get better or bitter, right? And so I didn't do anything about oh, it. Oh, I like that. Say that again. She's. I didn't claim. For Correct, Oprah it, Winfrey. Oprah. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. Hey, what's up, Oprah? Tag Oprah. <laughs> um, you can. Get, hey, she listens. <laughs> she's right. You can get better, or you can get bitter. Yeah. And so I just, you know, I, you could hold on to it and get angry that this guy's made this comment. Hey, I'm wearing six inch heels. I mean, was I not, you know, he's like, hey, I'm going to make, he probably thought he was doing me a favor by complimenting me on my shoes in kind of a. In a, a sick kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Way yeah. For a professional meeting. But long story short, uh, I took it upon myself to look at myself and say, you know, maybe I shouldn't wear this. Maybe this dress is a little tight. Maybe I should. You're, I was just young and I just didn't know any better. Yeah. There again, that could apply no, to anybody. You, I just, you liked how it looked. Yeah. I, you liked I, how it felt and you liked how you felt when you wore it. Yeah. I, I know one in my okay. family like got dressed nice for work. So, so, you know, I think you knowing, um, there again, looking for mentors, looking at what other people, this is a big one, people that are more successful for you, women, look at the senior women that you can find in your company or that you know, look up to look up to those women and, and look at how they're acting, how they dress, what they look like. I mean, it's not all about dress, but you know what I mean, to use that as an example. Um, you can kind of mimic other people and see what they're doing. If someone's much further on their journey than you, so if you're younger and someone's older, they've been in more tenure, they've been in the business longer and they're much more successful, chances are they're doing something right to be there. So you might want to try to kind of follow in their footsteps rather than you can chart your own path, I like to say, but it's going to be a lot harder of a path if you're like out there whacking things with a machete yourself. Let me ask you <laughs> if A, this would work on you today yes. and B, if this would work, have worked for you 20 years ago when you were getting started, I found one of my mentors just recently mm -hmm. by reaching out to him and I said, I have studied your career 
and you are who I want to be mm-hmm. from a career standpoint. Yep. And he said yes. Love it. Yes. He said yes. That if 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 there is a a a younger female professional right now listening or yep. the mother of a soon to be professional in the workforce. Yes. If they came to you with just that. Yes. Oh, I'd love to help that person and give them any advice I could and guide them. Absolutely. And I think to your point, most good, passionate uh, people who care about helping others, which is most good people, right? Because success, I think, is something you attract by the kind of person that you are. You are the company you keep. That's right. You are the company you keep. I think a lot of people are happy to say, oh my goodness, yeah, what could I do to you know, well, help you, mentor you, give you some advice, tell you how I did things, share some stories. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people like that. But people did you do that? Did, did you seek out a, a another professional woman in the workforce that you wanted to emulate? I did not, and I should have. As a matter of fact, fun, uh, funny little story. This whole journey for me of personal development of of Tony Robbins was the first person that I that got my attention of you know working harder on yourself than you do a on dude. just your job. A dude. A dude. Right? Yeah. But, a, a charismatic dude at that. And so he was kind of my, my eye opener into that. But the funny thing was I had a, a mentor of mine that I trusted, respected, looked up to. For years, Dustin, he tried to tell me about Tony Robbins, and he'd be like, I think you really benefit mm-hmm. from listening to some of his stuff. And I used to laugh. I used to say, I'd listen to – he gave me cassettes, so I'm dating myself and dating yeah. this other person. He had a cassette tape of, like, Unleash the Power. Awaken the Giant, I think, was his – I still have the cassettes – 10 cassettes, and I would listen to them, and I'd be like, I feel bad for this guy. Now, granted, he was much more successful than I, so like, what a, you know, yeah. looking back, I should have, that should have been a key. But, um, but this guy, I'm like, yeah, he's financially successful, but he's pitiful. If he has to listen to these tapes to get like pumped up, that's kind of sad, and I'm not that person, right? He always, he also, another thing he said to me is, Toby, it takes the cooperation of other people in business to really be successful. Other people have to want you to be successful and allow you to be successful. And at, at my young early twenties, you know, out of college, I'm like, <laughs> not me, not this, not this girl right here. I can do it all on my own. I don't need anybody to help me, right? Because I saw that as like a negative. Now looking back, of course, twenty plus years later, yes, that is absolutely the truth. You need friends, coworkers, people, a tribe around you of people customers that believe in you and that want to see you do well because they can take their business anywhere else. So, um, so anyway, so yeah, I think I, if I would have, so that's a really sage advice. If anytime I believe that you're kind of grasping for something, I don't want to say lost because that has a negative connotation, but you're looking for something, mm-hmm. look to people that are further down the path that maybe have something that you want or that a, a trait that you aspire to have. Generally speaking, and I reach out to people all the time. I read a book. First thing I do is try to reach out to the author if it's something that really I connected yeah. with, wow. just to see if I can be. And I, I, offline, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people I've connected with that, that you'd be surprised. I've had coffee with some of my favorite authors. That's that, so yeah, cool. They'll, that they're is, just like, sure. Yeah, you know? why not? Yeah. I've had a couple. What? So how about this? <laughs> um, and and and, and my my daughter's twelve, oh, okay. so I would want my daughter to really meet and get to know you at seventeen, mm-hmm. then again at twenty one, then again yeah. at twenty four. Right. But if you were sitting down with Kendall and, and you said, hey, sweetheart, um, hey, I call her sweetheart. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you don't, maybe you do. Yeah. Um, but hey, sweetheart, learn from this one mistake that I made. Like you, you just mentioned something about, you know, dressing to your audience, yes. um, which I think is fantastic. But is, is there anything even, even on top of that, that, you know, whether it was you, you let someone talk to you a certain way or you let someone not promote you or yeah. not pay you or, 
Um, it could be something you know off track from that. But is there is there yeah, like what's sure. that one? You look back, you're like, man, I really screwed that one up, or really I didn't take advantage of that opportunity. That you would want to make sure the 22 year old yeah. version of you doesn't do that again. Uh, like, there's what would that so, be? gosh, there's so many. It's a whole podcast in and of itself, but I would say like a whole series yeah. of shows. But I would say because hindsight's 2020, right? You know, we could all look back and say, oh, mm-hmm. I should have done that. Should have played that 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 hand differently. But I think there again, for females, I think that sometimes we don't. St- general statement and I'll give a specific we don't stand up for ourselves we will let things go and whether it's an off-putting comment or whether it's a um, something where somebody minimizes us or patronizes us and we uh, just we want to be polite I think women more even than men boys want to they want to be nice and they want to be polite and Sally you know you that's how we're kind of groomed as young girls to be polite and kind and nice and and well and it's, it's not, just different you don't have that sports always I'm making a sport thing but it's you don't have that take charge speak back you know don't take that that it, women are it's a different thing is valued when you're a little girl be quiet be polite mm-hmm. hold, cross your legs and just you know take it and so sometimes when you get in business situations the specific that comes to mind for me is not getting a promotion that I went out for that I absolutely should have had um, by every account, by every measure within the business. And instead of of confronting, and not to make it, it didn't have to be mean, but instead of going to the person that made that decision and saying, why why not? What What's going on? I just sat there and said, oh, well, I guess, you know, I guess that other person was more qualified for the job and I'll just have to work harder and I'll go back and I'll work on myself. I should have just asked. Because then yeah. years later, fun fact, that person, we ended up working together in a different capacity. And um, and the person said, I had no idea that you even cared about it that much. I actually thought that you didn't even want the job at that time that much. You were doing well. You would have actually made less money at this job. Mm-hmm. So he thought he was doing me a favor because yeah. he's like, you would have made less money in that role. I don't think, I didn't think you understood it, which I'm like, no, I understood. I wanted in my career. It was a part of a master plan that I had. Well, going. Well, but I didn't speak up. It's not always about the money. And I, right. everyone understands that. It's not always about the money. For women, it's less about the money. Ge- I'm generalizing, right? If you gave me 40,000 people, 20,000 men, 20,000 women, you'll hear less men say, give me a job that pays less to further my career, then you would hear women say that. Well, I wonder for, how, for I mean, again, this is like a whole series, but yeah. I, I wonder how much that would be nature versus nurture, like right. how we're wired. I agree. A whether it's it. the amount of, of testosterone yeah. in the body, whether it. it's the, 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 the lack of the Y chromosome. I mean, no, it's right. like, it's a lot like of, how much, yeah. or is it, was it societal? Was it right. because women up until 50 years ago weren't even looked at to be breadwinners That's and right. any money that they brought in was always like, a bonus, you know, oh, sell Mary Kay, sell Tupperware. Yeah, it was like extra income. Well, I was on a a show where we talked about this topic about women, and it was about senior women and and executives in the workplace. And the fact that she opened this show with before I came on stage was something like, you know, and so I'm paraphrasing, maybe the stat's wrong now, but it was something like less than 5% of CEOs uh, for Fortune 500 companies are females. So Mm -hmm. it's very low, right? I mean, 95% men. 5% 5% women CEOs. And that's a staggering number. But it was interesting. Another panelist on the stage at that same exact conference said something about the statistic of how few females actually want the C-suite. And so ah. I thought to myself, well, that's kind of interesting. Because on one hand, we're like bashing society for not having more female uh, you know, it, females in the corner office in the C-suite. But then this person just shared an interesting statistic about how many females 
are happy at other levels and didn't, I'm not, either again, mm-hmm. you know, it was like 10% of women actually would like that, that amount of pressure, that amount of whatever, that amount. So I'm like, well, you can't really be mad then about that, right? If, if you're not even going out for it. So it goes back to self-awareness and do you really want that job or do you just want the title or do you think that, that's another thing I think for males and females is don't feel like you have to keep moving up the corporate ladder just because that's something to do. If you're happy and you're fulfilled and you're making the money that you want to make, there's no rule that says that you have to keep moving up, right? I'm, yeah. I'm sure like you, oh, well, I've had yes. people come into my office as a senior leader in the banks and they would say, Toby, I'm ready for that promotion. I'm like, do you even ca- do you care about it though? Is that something you want? Like, well, no, but I've been here six years. So it's like, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about it. So I don't think, I think you have to know yourself and know where you're going to be happy, where you're going to bring the most value. Maybe it's, Maybe it's there, or maybe like me, as I moved up, I kind of realized that um, the higher I got in a, in the corporate world, the further I got away from the customer, the further I got away from the street, and I liked that. I liked get, mixing it up out on doing face-to-face sales calls. And the higher you get in the corporate world, you're on more conference calls, and you're managing P&Ls from, from in, a, in an office. I wasn't out on the street at all. So anyways, it's knowing, what, knowing yourself is big. What excites you? about the future of women leaders, especially in business? So much. I mean, women bring so much to the table, um, not the least of which, especially in leadership capacity, because women, I think, make fantastic leaders because they uh, are are an interesting mix of of having a high emotional intelligence, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. I think women leaders, if you have that mix of a woman that is take charge enough where people respect her on the team and within the company, but they can also mellow that or have a nice uh, uh, nice mix of caring and kindness. Women are an interesting mix. I, I think female leaders are a force to be reckoned with. If you can have a female leader that really is a, a, a kind of a, a nice recipe, a nice mix of, of tough, if you will, right, like strong and, and speaks up, and but also is, is that same nurturing, that maternal, like you said, the DNA side of being caring and motherly and nurturing, nurturing. That's a that's a diet that's a mix. I'll tell you what that is is a force to be reckoned with. So how about this one? Um, and it's I mean it's it's prevalent all throughout society. I mean has been throughout my whole childhood. And you know as as a forty one year old white dude, I'm doing so much self reflection across the board about the first forty years of my life. Yeah. And the changes I want to make in mindset. Yeah. For the next forty years of my life, and hopefully by the way fifty years of my life. Yeah. I want to get into my nineties. That's right. Go um, for it. but. The double standard, and there's double standards sure. across the board. I mean, everything from at a very uh, uh, young age, oh, well, boys will be boys. Right. But no one ever says, oh, well, girls will be girls. Right. right? Everything right. from, you know, it's it's okay for the boy to go out and kiss 15 gir- uh, right. girls, but oh, no, the girl kissed 15 boys. You know, it's, right. so all those double standards apply, and it, right. it, it adds that much more uh, layers of difficulty and, and yeah. layers of bullshit to have to navigate for a for a, a a young female professional. Yeah. My question would be, well, how how does someone navigate that? But more importantly, how because the pitfall that I would guess, and I, I you you are my my shmi, you're my yeah. subject matter expert for the day. Um, but like, I think there could also be a a you were an overcompensation where it's like. Yeah, you, I've seen it happen where where successful business professionals that are female, they they tuck away that emotional soft yes, they aspect try to be a guy, and you of, yeah. and then you only get someone who's really mean, right, all the time. That's the B word. 
I, yep. That, yep. Did you hear it right? Yep. I mean, that's what it, happened. It's yeah, like, I get it. But so it, it's a myth. How hard is that? How I, is that a, is that, I mean, like. In my opinion. My, yes. My thought, my, what's helped me is to have some really candid conversations with men that not in work, not in the workplace outside. So men like you and I have yep. a conversation about what do you, what annoys you about women in the workplace? What do you like about women? I think, I think there's still, and there again, you could use this in a lot of different ways um but i think there's still a lot of people not really being honest and not talking about what those things are that women do my significant other is an executive with a a company and so i it's really valuable for me to have a conversation with him about females in the workplace that he's worked with before things that he liked things that women did that hurt them in the boardroom like this woman, she went on and on and she kept talking and it's like women, and we do that, women, <laughs> we can get off on tangents and we can Some men around, do too. Right? That's Some why end up, you Some end up hosting too. a podcast <laughs> where they'll <laughs> allow you to do that. That's right. Um, you have to, you know, you have to know, in other words, and find somebody that'll be honest with you and say, these are the things that can hurt you. I mean, it's the way no, it is. No, that's and, and you have to sage know. advice. It is. It's, yeah, that see. is, you and I talked about this in, in, well, the episode that you came in to do, the mindset yeah. with Moyle, yeah. as I like to call it. <laughs> um, we did like a whole hour on just mindset. But th- we, we talked about finding um, or seeking counsel outside. I like that word, and, yes. Yeah. And yeah, I love that advice where you can have a candid conversation with someone that you trust that'll be real with you. That's right. That, that maybe believes in you, but but can give you some advice, but you have to have an open heart and an open mind yeah. to accept it, even if it's something you don't want to hear. Totally. Um, yes. That's that yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Well, I know that you. you're yeah. pressed for time. Um, I have uh, uh, an engagement that I have to you're get busy, to as well. Yeah. Um, but this was too important of a topic to not discuss. Uh, which is why we clicked the the lights back on and the cameras back on and yeah. uh, made you sit down. Again. Well, we connect with people that look like us, sound like us, have similar backgrounds or experiences. That's just, as human beings, that's biology, right? Um, so, so yeah, I think it's important. And, and you have a great, um, have had great guests on, and I'm excited to see your future shows because you do a great job of mixing it up and talking to people in different, different, well, like I, said, different backgrounds and industries. I, it's great. I like this, and we need more of this in terms of of strong, successful, professional women in the workforce who are willing to give back, who are willing to share their knowledge and experiences with our future female business leaders. Um, So you've inspired me today to seek out guests that would fit that mold, that would bring value to the audience, but also value to the future um, um, female leaders of the workforce. Um, There's a CEO here in Orlando. Her name is Sunira. Her company is Fat Merchant. I just added her to my dream board of nice. guests that I want to have in here because her company's doing phenomenal things. Great. She's 32 years old. She founded this company with her brother. Um, so you've now inspired awesome. me That's to keep great. this conversation going yeah. as, as well as continuing to teach people everything they should have learned in high school, but didn't, Yes, you know, as, as well as that. teaching them how to become financially fit, yep. um, but just overall better people. Yeah. Toby, if someone wants to get a hold of you, if one of these young ladies who's listening today or their parent is listening and they want to get a hold of you, how would they do that? So Toby Moyle, my company's called Life is a Ladder. Life is a Ladder. If you Google Toby Moyle, Toby with an I, I'm sure it'll be somewhere around below. If you Google me, you can call me, though, email me, text me. My, my one number that's out there is my literal 
cell phone number. It's easy to find. So I'd love to connect with awesome. anyone in your audience. And you're on it. Facebook? On Facebook. All Instagram? Those, on Instagram, the whole gamut. IG, all that. Are you on TikTok? I'm totally self-bloviating. I'm everywhere. That you you're on TikTok? I am on TikTok. Oh, Coleman, we're not on TikTok. We need to get on TikTok. So here's what we're going to do. I'm it's good, but yeah. <laughs> there's a couple videos out there. Yet. She's Toby Moyle. I'm Dustin Owen. This was a special edition of the Loan Officer Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe. We are on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on iTunes, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, The Loan Officer Podcast. Google us, find us, share us, comment, like us. If you don't like something you heard, let us know. Let us know. We have open hearts and open minds. We want this show to be for the people. I love it. It's a great show. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on here. Guys, we're done.